Welcome back to the Rhubarb and Custard podcast. I'm Jojo Smith, aka Rhubarb. And I'm Rosie Wood, aka Custard. This podcast is all about business, branding, confidence and wonky crowns. It's a safe, unapologetic space for business owners and wannabe business owners. If you want to take part in the conversation and help us figure out whether rhubarb is in fact a fruit or a vegetable, you can find us on Instagram at underscore rhubarb and custard. Either way, we're good for you. So welcome back to episode four of the Rhubarb and Custard podcast. This episode is called The Double Dare. Um, I am Rosie Wood, aka Custard. And I am Jojo Smith, aka Rhubarb. How you doing? <laughs> How have you been this week, Jo? Oh, it's been a bit of a week. Um, I've got to say, I went to a in real life with lots of people wedding this you? week. An actual wedding. <laughs> An actual wedding. And do you know what? I'd kind of come round to the thoughts that I really wasn't that fussed, that I'd missed anything like that during lockdown. <laughs> Decided that and, you didn't like people that much after all. Yeah, and I was, <laughs> well, I love people, but I was like, oh, I'm quite, I'm quite happy, you know, I've moved online and stuff like that. And yeah, I went to this wedding and I've got to say, I had the best time. I'd forgotten what it was like to be around a huge group of people just having fun. And it was family members that I hadn't seen for nearly two years as well. So actually it was lovely. We really, really had the best time. And like, I mean, they had those singing waiters, which was literally just (laughs) so much fun. It was unbelievable. If you've ever been to an event where the waiter drops on the floor, drops everything with him and everybody like gasps. And then all of a sudden, the bridesmaid jumps up to do CPR because she's an actual paramedic. <laughs> and then the the waiter then pulls the microphone out from his pocket and they start singing Buttercup. What the hell? <laughs> Honestly, it was fantastic. It was really, really good. And the only person that knew it was going to happen was the groom's mum. Really? Nobody else knew. So, like, wow. the bride and groom were like, oh, my God, the waiter's died at the wedding. And it was was brilliant. The atmosphere was really, really good. But that kind of, if to be honest with you, that kind of links on to what we're talking about today because I watched this guy do this whole routine. Yeah. And you know what? It took real balls to actually drop to the floor with all that (laughs) stuff in his hands. But knowing, I suppose, knowing the reaction he gets gives him the courage to do that and that's what this is about today double dare is about courage but yeah. on to that in a minute what about your week how was yours um well it's just occurred to me since we last since we recorded episode three I've had an entire week off work I'm sitting here thinking well I've not really it's only Wednesday I've not really done much but we haven't spoken in in two Wednesdays and I've had an entire week off work which is probably the first time like I take time off at Christmas but it's probably the first time in a good while that I've purposely taken a block of time off work that wasn't for uh that wasn't for um wasn't for Christmas um so we decided not to go anywhere this year because everywhere's just packed like it's a bit hard to get anywhere isn't it (laughs) exactly exactly and then you pay like through the teeth for it and we live in Devon we live in the part of the country that everybody's 
Exactly. Like everybody's trying to come here and we live here. So we decided it was daft to try and go anywhere else. Um, and that we just book the time off and have a little holiday at home. Um, and it was lovely. Really, really lovely. We didn't we didn't end up doing as many things as we had wanted to do. Um, but we did both switch off and relax and just, you know, slip completely out of any kind of routine. Uh, went out for breakfast a lot, went to the park a lot, um, uh-huh. saw friends and yeah, it was really nice to just not have anything to do. Just step away. Yeah. Just step away. You should yeah. have put like um you should have charged yourself for your house because so many people would pay top dollars to stay in your house <laughs> at the moment. And then just put some money in the bank and be like, oh, you know, that's <laughs> that for another day. You can come to Birmingham if you want. We can do a house swap. <laughs> Sutton on sea. it's um although you might quite like it because it's proper like you know we're talking sissy yeah maybe maybe so this week's episode is all about we've called it the double dare because it's all about courage and really having the courage to step forward and step out of your comfort zone which when you're in business is it's really a necessity in order for your business to grow but it's very hard to do it scary (laughs) it's scary (laughs) (laughs) it certainly is and it's the way that I mean I'm giving you a top hack here straight away I dare myself to do things it just makes it a little bit more fun and a little bit more bearable and I've started doing it with my clients as well I dare them to do things and there's something about a dare yeah it's it's different isn't it yeah Yeah, it's different it's it's different um can I tell you a little story so I'm going to anyway I'm not going to wait for a response (laughs) I'm I'm going to tell you a story (laughs) so I um started my first online business in 2015 March 2015 um and at that time I had zero experience in online social media like I had a Facebook account um, but that was it and at that point in my life I think I'd taken two selfies maybe two definitely one maybe two photos of myself I I (laughs) I know I think I had maybe two photographs of me on my social media that I had taken anyway and I'm not there weren't very many other than that because I was always the one like that refused to have my picture taken if anybody had a camera out like I did I did not want to be in front of it whatsoever when I first started my business I it was a makeup business and I had no idea whatsoever what I was doing when I launched that business and got it really, really wrong. And it was about two months in that I realized that if I was going to sell makeup, people were going to need to see it on my face. Like people that I knew were going to need to see the products on my face. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It sounds like a pretty obvious thing, really. And I was like, oh, shit. Like suddenly had this realization like, I don't know how to take a photograph of myself. I don't really want to take a photograph of myself. And like, can I tell you that the stress and anxiety, the thought of taking a picture of myself caused was just like ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. But 
it had to happen or that my business wasn't going to work. And I wasn't going to, at the time I was fueled by leaving my nine to five because I, this is a whole different story, but I needed to leave my job. And I knew that if I didn't make this business work, I wasn't going to be able to leave my job and making the business work depended on me putting pictures of myself online. It's just, it had to happen. So I decided one day that I was going to have to learn how to take a picture of myself. And I can't tell you how many pictures I took that were horrendous. And even now I look back on those first selfies and I'm like, what were you, what is that? What is that? What is, why have you, you're just taking a picture of your nose, basically. Of your nose. <laughs> but I decided that I was going to put a selfie on my social media and I eventually found one that I liked and I posted it. And do you know what happened? Nothing nobody was nasty nobody trolled me nobody landed in my inbox and told me that I looked horrendous nothing absolutely nothing happened and I was quite underwhelmed by the response to be honest so all that fear all that worry all that energy all that waste of time and nothing so then I got I, I did another one and then eventually I I kept doing them and I got comfortable with taking pictures of myself And then I realized that if I was going to make more of an impact, I needed to do a video, didn't I? Like video was where it was at. And like a lot of people, and it sounds funny now because I'm recording a podcast, like a lot of people, I couldn't cope with the sound of my voice on a recording. And I still can't to a certain extent. I'm still like, you sound weird. Um, You sound posh compared to me, but... (laughs) um, But... Yeah, I knew that I needed to record a video. So my first video didn't feature my face or my voice or anything. It just had my hands in it. And I was just like demonstrating something. And I posted that one. And again, nothing happened. Um, And then the next one had my face in it, but I didn't say anything. And again, nothing happened. And the next one I posted did have my face and I spoke in it. And again, nothing happened and when I say nothing happened I don't mean like nobody saw it nobody took any interest I mean like nothing catastrophic happened nothing happened that backed up my fear of doing that thing um and then again it was the same like once I'd done it a few times I got I was comfortable with it then um and then Facebook live came out and I was terrified once again Um, and that was this that was the same like I had to do it once and then once you've done it once it builds up that practice and it builds up your courage and it builds up your confidence but but my point I suppose is that even the people that you see showing up in photos showing up in video showing up on podcasts showing up showing you their faces putting themselves out there online even those people had to start somewhere even those people probably started scared probably started with baby steps to get to where they are now so if you are looking at them thinking oh they can do that though because they've got loads of confidence and they've you know they just feel great on camera and they're used to showing off and showing them you know showing people their faces that's not necessarily the case sometimes I think you find people have well it's 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 not necessarily the case it's not the case because everybody had to start somewhere, didn't they? Yeah. And quite often find that a lot of people, they start out of, they, they do actually really start out of fear. Mm. And it's, I don't really know anybody that's like come to it confident, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
It's you've got to yeah. learn how to do it. You've, you, anything that you're learning new, you can be excited about it and you can be the kind of person that, um, you know, is enthusiastic to start these things. But most, whenever you learn something new, there's a bit of, there's, there's got to be fear there to begin with. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, what if I fall? Yeah. <laughs> what if this doesn't work? <laughs> yeah yeah I think that thought is there for everybody and and for some people that's a very real thought and for some people that's sort of countered with well then I'll fall on my face and everybody will laugh at me but they do you know they do it anyway so I think it's a it's a spectrum isn't it as to you know just how scary that that first show up is but it is scary for everybody uh, when it comes to doing things like that, this is where I was talking about daring before. It makes it bearable because it's it's almost like um, <laughs> I have. I think I've mentioned this previously before, but I have what I call volunteer Tourette's. <laughs> so if somebody says, "Oh, I need a volunteer," or what, before I even know it, my hand's gone up and I'm there going, "Pick me, I'll do it." And then I'm like, shit, what have I just done? And I think about it afterwards. But I, this is what I tend to do when I'm tackling anything new that I do. I'll go, just do it, just do it. And then think about it afterwards. Because yeah. if you spend so much time thinking yeah. about it, you will talk yourself out of it yeah, all the definitely. time. To be fair, this sometimes does still happen with me in the sense of if I, you know, so sometimes it's with lives as well and people see me as being really really confident and always happy to jump in front of the camera or do whatever that's not actually that isn't always the case sometimes I just don't feel like it mm. and sometimes you know I've got the things that I need to do and sometimes I can talk myself out of it and be mm. like oh no I'll do that later or I'll do this or you know at the very beginning it used to be a lot about how I looked in the sense of oh, my hair wasn't done or yeah. you know I'd got crap makeup on that day or something I mean we're talking mainly about photography now or jumping in front of the camera and doing lives but now I'm very much I just show up you get me you get me as as I am it's my wonky bits isn't it we talk about that all the time yeah definitely People love me more for that because they relate to it way more yeah definitely and I think that goes back to having a brand that you feel authentic in that it feels like you because it gives you that permission to show up as you are you know and it gives you that permission to be like you know what I don't need to put on a full face of makeup and look perfect every time I show up because my people are my people yeah you know I'm in the right place yeah, yeah definitely and I think it's really important to remember that well, there's, there's two things, I think. It's really important to remember that when you're scared of putting your face online, that you walk out your front door every day and your face goes with you. Like you walk around Tesco's and people don't stop and point and laugh at you. You know, like I've always thought it's a really daft thing to be afraid of putting, putting a picture of yourself online when you walk out of your house every day. Like, do you know how many people you walk past in shopping centres and supermarkets and car parks and through town and things? They've all seen your face. It's not new. It's been attached to you since you were born. I don't know if it is the face thing, though. I think sometimes it's it's not knowing. It's like it's putting your your thoughts and your feelings and saying something out there. I mean, I have the most horrendous memory, right? Horrendous. And 
I don't retain information. Great. That's why I write everything down. Um, sometimes it comes back, but sometimes it just doesn't because I'm always thinking about the next thing. I've got a really excitable brain. And when I first started doing lives, for me, it was saying something that was worth listening to that that was the issue yeah. and sometimes would hold me back. However, I like you said, nothing happened. When I did say these things, nothing bad happened. <laughs> so, you know, I didn't need to really worry about that. I mean, look at me now. I'm going on to do speaker things now. So it's, yeah. it's you know, it really is a case of pushing yourself. And those that want to listen will listen. Those that don't, won't. Yeah. I remember the first time somebody asked me to speak on stage. Oh, my goodness. That, like, the fear that hit me. I remember it like it hit me right in the chest, like it, like a physical, like I'd been punched in the chest. It was this like, <gasps> like feeling of dr- instant feeling of dread and terror and anxiety and all of those things. But I said yes because I was like, I was at my mum's house at the time, and a message came through, and uh, I turned to my mum. I was like, I can't not say yes. I have to say yes. There yeah. isn't, a, there isn't a choice. It doesn't matter how terrified I am. I have to say yes to this. And she was like, good, I'm glad that you have. I'm like, well, I have to. <laughs> that's that's another big thing with courage as well. With when an opportunity comes your way, mm. I um, here's a dare. I'm giving everybody a dare now. Anybody that's listening, if an opportunity comes your way, and if it's something you definitely don't want to do because you just don't want to do it, that's fine, say no. Yeah, if it doesn't However, align with where you want to be and where you want to go, yeah, then yeah. yeah. But if an opportunity comes your way that you stop and you think part of you goes, oh, I'd love to do that. Oh, I can't do that. If you would love to do it, but you're telling yourself you can't, I dare you just to have a yes day. Say yes and then think about it afterwards. You Mm. will get through it. So many opportunities and business building um, sort of like, again, opportunities are missed because people say people say no and they're too scared to take that opportunity I a lot of people go oh they're so lucky or oh they you know they're they're so lucky they've done this it's not luck it's recognizing opportunity and actually having the courage to take the opportunity and grasp it sometimes you can cultivate it to a much bigger opportunity and this is this is huge for me because it is something that's I think a little bit like my volunteer Tourette's comes through because I see it as an opportunity. And before I give myself a chance to talk myself out of it, I'm like, just say yes. Yeah. Say yes, yeah. figure it out afterwards. Say yes, find the confidence afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah say yes. And change your knickers after. Just, <laughs> you know, just go, just go for it. Because you'd be really shocked at how those opportunities can really propel you forward. And they really help your confidence. And before you know it, you're doing something that you could have really easily talked yourself out of. So dare yourself to do it and just be like, okay, next time an opportunity comes along that I'm a bit frightened about, I've already made my decision. I'm going to say yes. So that brings us nicely to dessert, I suppose. Um, And our little takeaway from today is definitely do it scared. Like just do it scared. We, you know, that's the same for for all of us. Until you've done something enough that it becomes 
comfortable and once it becomes comfortable then you need to go and find something else to do (laughs) yeah you need to go and find the next big step once it becomes comfortable but until it does you just need to do it scared and that's the only way that you find the confidence lots of people seem to think that they need the confidence first but that's not how it works take the step do it scared scared like fear and excitement are two of the same emotions it's just which one you choose it to be and if you you know I'm a huge reframer if you reframe that fear to excitement Mm -hmm. and think okay you you, you're going to talk are you going to talk yourself out of it no so um, I need to give myself a reason to do it I'm going to be excited instead of fearful that's the way that I would look at it and and then the excitement take that a step further and think oh my goodness think what this could do for my business Think who I could meet through this. Think who could see me if I do this. Um, you know, think of the next business venture that could come from this. Who may yeah. I connect to? Yeah. Are endless. And at a bare minimum, think how good you're going to feel when you've done it, when you've done the scary thing, you know? Like, I know when I came off my first Facebook Live ever, wanted to hit the button again and do another one. And I know the first time I walked off stage after speaking for the first time, wanted to turn around and walk straight back onto it again. Um, Because it was a thrill to have done the thing that I was so afraid of doing. It felt good. It felt really good. Um, I felt like that about my first roller coaster. Did you? Yeah, (laughs) I remember it. I was at all towers with my dad, absolutely petrified. And my dad was like, no, come on, because if not, you're going to regret it. And he was so right. He was so right because I came off that roller coaster and I know I would have regretted it if I hadn't have gone on. I'd have got home and wished. And like, Alton Towers was a real treat back in my day. <laughs> I mean, it was like a proper family, you know, you, you waited for six months to go to Alton Towers <laughs> and it would have been forever before I got back there. So that's yeah. the thing. You don't know when it's going to come around again. So do it scared. I was yeah. absolutely shitting my pants. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that brings us to the end of the episode, doesn't it? This was a this was a really um a really fun one to talk about, I think, because it just that whole do it scared and um finding, you know, doing the thing and then building the confidence, that's so massive to me. And I know it is to you as well, Joe. If you want to connect with us, if you want to chat with us, if you have anything that you'd like us to discuss, you can reach us over on Instagram um, at underscore rhubarb and custard. Um, But for today, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Bye. (laughs)